Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from the Howard's Pool World Studios. Available on your iHeartRadio app. Here's the kick now. The pitch fastball is hit in the air to left center field. Robles going for it. He's under and waiting. And he makes the catch. He makes the catch. Bang. Zoom down the fireworks. A National League championship winning Curly W is in the box. I'm just happy to be a part of it. Um, like I said, I'm just I'm just a small piece to the puzzle. I really am. Um, ownership, front office, Riz, players, clubhouse, trainers. It means a lot to all of us, you know, and I thank them all for, for sticking through this, th- you know, throughout the whole year. I mean, it, it's, it took it took a village to get us to where we're at right now. So I'm really proud of everybody in this organization. Davey Martinez, 86 years since Washington, D.C. has seen a World Series back when the Senators were a part of it. And the Nationals advance. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasted from our Howard's Pool World Studios, where they didn't invent pool service. They perfected it. Talk a little baseball today as the Nationals roll on to the World Series. Uh, Programming note, the Yankees and Astros game for today has been postponed due to rainy weather. So no baseball today. So we'll talk a little football as well. And high school football. Don't forget, high school football this Friday night. You can join myself and Jeff Briscoe from the Wally Keller Sports Complex for a very, very pivotal district game with lots of playoff implications on the line. 5-2, and two, Charlotte Tarpons hosting the 6-1 and one Port Charlotte Pirates. And I was just starting to break down this game to earlier this morning. And statistically, these teams are just about dead even. I don't think I've ever seen these teams so close together. You know, usually one team is always a little bit slightly better than the other. But this game Friday night, this is a tough one to call. But through seven games, uh, Tarpon's quarterback, John Boucher, has completed 50% of his passes, 48 of 96 for 701 yards. Logan Rogers with Port Charlotte, 50 of 97. 807 yards, so 48 out of 96, 50 out of 97. Two more completions, one more pass attempt. John Boucher, seven touchdowns, four interceptions on the season. Logan Rogers, eight touchdowns, three interceptions on the season. Talk about being dead even, seven to four, eight to three, and then rushing, same thing. Uh, John Boucher, 79 carries, 372 yards, six touchdowns on the ground. Logan Rogers, 86 carries, 246 yards, seven rushing touchdowns on the ground. Look how close and how even they are. As a team, the Pirates have rushed for 1,297 yards. As a team, the Charlotte Tarpons have rushed for 1,188 yards. Passing, the Charlotte Tarpons have passed for 736 yards. Passing, the Pirates have rushed or passed for 807 yards. These these two teams are so statistically close offensively. 
that I really think that it's going to come down to defense on Friday night. I can't even say special teams because I think, even think the kickers are pretty close. Both of both teams are sporting a sophomore kicker. I'm going to give Tyler Armorall a little bit more of an edge just because he's had more field goal attempts and he's converted more field goals, but barely, <laughs> barely. These two teams are so close. It's going to be a heck of a game Friday night. And if you can't make it down to the Wally Keller Sports Complex, don't forget the game airs live right here on 1070 The Zone and also streams live online at 1070thezone.com. So you can listen on your iHeartRadio app or listen to the game on your phone. You can listen to the game on your phone at the game. You know, you get two perspectives, your eyes and your ears. How about that? Pretty cool. Anyway, so don't forget, Friday night, 7.15 pregame, kickoff 7.30, and right around 5.15 Friday, Jeff Briscoe will interview the coach's corner. We'll have both coaches on, Jordan Ingman and head coach Pinky Waldrop. Awesome. Uh, Before we talk a little football, because we do have our Thursday night game coming up and our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge, don't forget to get your picks in. $25 gift card to the weekly winner, $500 Visa gift card to the grand prize winner. I'm not even doing close. I think I'm like ranked 33rd this year. <laughs> it's, I'm doing bad. I had a great week two weeks ago. Last week, Sunday, just terrible. But I'm going to get back on track this week. I promise you that. Uh, but first Saturday, coming up this Saturday, I will be at somewhere. I, I will be <laughs> Where will I be? Oh, I'll be at New Day Christian Church on Peachland Boulevard from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. for a Veteran Family Fun Day. That will be from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. It's a free event for veterans and their families. We'll have a kid zone, uh, veteran benefits info, barbecue, ice cream, drinks, games, all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. For more information, you can call Stacey Jones on that one at 941-815-0291. Or better yet, just come hang out with me Saturday morning. We can talk about college football games that are going on later that day. Bill Siebert will be joining us here in studio in a bit. And, of course, we'll be talking some baseball as... The Nationals advance. And Ryan Zimmerman, he's the one guy who deserves to go. And here's what he had to say about advancing and, and the postseason. You know, coming back, talking with Davey, it was just basically, you know, I'm here to help however you want me to do it. You know, this team was playing unbelievable. Basically, I was just happy to be healthy and come back. Um, however they wanted to use me, I was up for it. And, uh, you know, with the way that the, those guys were playing, I was going to have to play my way back in. And, uh, you know, you got to earn stuff at this level. Nothing's given to you. Nothing is given to you. And the Cardinals, as much as I'm a diehard Cardinals fan, it, it, it was a dagger to the heart because, honestly, it just looked like St. Louis ran out of gas. And here's what uh, manager Mike Schilt had to say about that. They beat us, you know, clearly. Um, hats off to them. They played really good baseball. They pitched very, very well. Um, their bats heated up as the series went. You know, they, they played the game the right way. It's a class group. Um and like I said, they they just they beat us, and we tip our hat to them and wish them nothing but the best. Yeah, the bats just went cold for St. Louis. They couldn't get a hit. No hit through seven innings in the first game. No hit through, what, almost seven innings in the second game. Hits were hard to come by for St. Louis. The pitching just dominated for the Nationals, and 48 strikeouts in four games for the St. Louis Cardinals. Ugh. You know, it's a blend of, uh, of their ability. I was just talking to a couple of the guys and, you know, just honest evaluation of it. You know, we, we could have done, always done better. Um, we're talking, talking about three elite strikeout guys in this league. And so, you know, it's a combination of things. 48 strikeouts, though, in four games for the St. Louis Cardinals offense. And that was the Achilles heel for the Tampa Bay Rays when they went up against the Houston Astros, swinging at those bad pitches that were out of the zone. Lots of strikeouts, can't make contact. 
bad things happen when you can't put the ball in play. And just look at St. Louis swept out of the NLCS. And congratulations, my hats go off to the Washington Nationals. They deserve it. You know, you know that that Bryce Harper cloud has been lifted, and it took them all the way to the World Series. Now, granted. I still think they're going to be the sacrificial lambs to whoever comes out of the American League. But congratulations, nonetheless, to the Washington Nationals. I'll give you credit where credit is due. They shut down the St. Louis Cardinals offense. The bats did not show up. They ran out of gas. And they ran into the buzzsaw of Strasburg, Scherzer, and everybody else in that pitching staff. Not just those two guys, but everybody in that pitching staff. Even Annabelle Sanchez. Even even Annabelle Sanchez, who they got got for nothing from the Toronto Blue Jays. Let me just say this, and and I do say this, my same same condolences to to our Cardinals. I mean, of course, we had high hopes once they got this far, especially past the Braves. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really expecting the Cardinals to go to the World Series this year. So, I did. I so, called it. So this was a treat to see them go to the NLCS. Yep. I'll just say that. And especially the way that, mm-hmm. the fashion that they did it in. Um, and you got to give the Washington Nationals a lot of credit. They played with a lot of class and, and a lot of determination. And when, it, when you boil it down, when it really all comes down to it, they were hitting going into Game 3, 223, and the Cardinals were hitting 209. Mm-hmm. And in the postseason as a whole. So it's not like they were doing a lot more. It was like those first two games, two nothing, you know, four four to one. You know, it, it was like the or three to one, whatever the final was of that game. It, it it was like those games where just they just hit a little bit better than us. Their I should say this: their pitching was a little bit better than ours, and our pitching was very good. But theirs was just a tad bit better. But the more important thing is they played better defense. They made better plays. That's How many a, oh, times did you defense. see guys get robbed in this mm-hmm. series by the Cardinals? Yep. I, I mean, I mean by the Nationals robbing the Cardinals. Yeah, where the ball was just, just hard hit, off screaming for Edmund. St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, you can name so yeah. many so many different plays, Edmund, especially Ozuna. in that first one, first yeah. game in yeah. Game One. Yep. And Ozuna played probably his worst couple games as a Cardinal, mm-hmm. as far as I, I can tell you that, as far as game oh, three and yeah. four go. Goldsmith slump, too. Goldsmith went into a slump in the series oh. as well. So, so the, And that you got to credit Washington's pitching staff. You really do. Especially, and you know, Dave Martinez has done a heck of a job, and I agree with you, Larry. I think they're they're really just who, I, whoever won the series I really thought was going to be the sacrificial lamb to either the Yankees or the Astros. But, I mean, that's just the way I feel. I feel the same way you do, that, that, that the, the, the World Series. And now... That World Series could be a very short World Series. I'm talking five games. Yeah. And now you're looking at this, too. Now, there's two ways this could work. One, this could work hugely and benefit the Washington Nationals. Or two, it could blow up and backfire in their face. Now, with the rain out tonight, Mm -hmm. they are now at least a 10-day – or no, it doesn't even matter with the rain out. Um, They are are at a 10-day wait until game one of the World Series. So they now have 10 days off. Is it ten days? Ten days. Sure? Ten. I heard that. I heard that last I'll night. Check that. That they have t- a ten day wait until the World Series game one starts. So if the Yankees Astros series plays out like we think it's gonna, and that is a seven game series, is that they're gonna be really, really overrested in my opinion. And the Yankees and Astros, whoever wins the series, is going to be a lot more fresh. Now you can look at that the other way too and say, well, they're gonna be a lot more drained, but. I don't look at it like that, to be honest with you. I'd rather be the team out there playing than the team out there sitting. Okay, well, I can just tell you from past experiences with numerous sports, and and this goes to baseball, football, hockey, whatever. I'd rather be out there playing on the field than than be sitting. Football may be the only exception because you only really get one bye week. I don't know when this is supposed to. Okay, because the game was supposed to be tonight, and there is a game tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and then Friday was the off day for travel day for Saturday, Sunday, and then World Series starts next week. Ten days. I heard it starts ten days from from yesterday from from today. Let's 
Like counting today, they have they have a ten day layoff until Game One of the World Series. I'm looking to see the schedule when Game One is scheduled. Yeah, that's I was just Game gonna... One is ten twenty two. Oh wait, that's not right. No, <laughs> that's not right. I was gonna say that. No, oh, there's no oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, ten twenty two Tuesday. Ten twenty two is Game One. So what's today? Today's the sixteenth. No, uh, I don't know. I heard it had a ten day layoff. No, yeah, that's what I still thought. I yeah. don't know. No, the World Series starts. Are next... you sure that's right? Because. Yeah. Yeah, it's against it's Nationals on the road against to be determined. Game one, game two will be on Wednesday the twenty third. Game three will be on Friday the twenty uh, fifth. Yeah. Well, of course not. Then it's a, then it's a seven day layoff. But I don't know where I heard I heard ten day layoff on all over uh, no. the TV last night. No, that's a mistake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe a ten day layoff for. Uh, I didn't know exactly what day the World Series started. I just ma- that's ma- what I heard. Maybe a ten day layoff for Max Scherzer. <laughs> no, no, they're talking about the Washington Nationals don't play game one. They said as a team, they will be off for the next 10 days. Nah, they're out. Game one is Tuesday. Well, they're, next still, they're still off for the next week. That's still a huge layoff. It's a six day layoff. That's still a huge layoff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah. For some of these pitchers that haven't pitched. Oh, definitely. That's, it's, look, I mean, look at that. The Max longer layoff than the All now are going to be stretched out longer than they have been all season long, yeah. is my point. It's a long well, way. Meanwhile, yeah. you've got the Yankees and Astros, especially now with the rain out. Yeah. There's going to extend their series well, even right. longer. Let me ask you this. To me, it's a much more of an advantage for to be the Astros or the Yankees to keep playing. Today was supposed to be a bullpen day for both teams. Yeah. So now that there's an off day. Mm-hmm. I think it benefits both teams, to be honest with you. Who does I think it? it benefits the Astros a little bit more because I, it, it I, may give Garrett Cole or Verlander extra innings in some way in this series. That may be the only way, but... See, I think it benefits the Astros pitching. Yeah, that, I mean that's really the only the only thing you can look at. Yeah. But it does the Yankees help, bullpens use pitching every day. It does help the Yankees. It gives that bullpen a day off. Mm-hmm. It gives everybody a day off. And now it gives Boone the option of, hey, do I really want to come back with that bullpen day, or do I want to actually start somebody? Yeah. So, so how's I mean, we'll this going to work? Are does. they going to play Friday? They're going to do a doubleheader tomorrow. I have no idea because <laughs> Friday's supposed to be a travel day. I, back I, to I was I w- until about if it 30, goes that far until about thirty minutes ago. I thought they were playing, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Go Yankees!" Because yeah. I want to see the Yankees win the series. See, and I want the Astros. I know you want the. Yankees. I can't stand the. Yankees. Hey, my dad was a Yankee fan. My Cardinals yeah. are out. My uh, Rays are out. So go Yankees! I've been rooting against <laughs> the Yankees all year long, even if, especially against the Rays. So I was just like, I, I respect the Astros for oh, beating I, the Rays. And, and so I'm going I, when that we way. start I'm talking Bucks today, I've, I've got some very interesting things to, to talk about. All right, that. well, let's do that then. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll discuss the Bucks real quick, and then we'll start making our picks in our NFL Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge game. We'll start with the Thursday night game with the Chiefs and Broncos. Do that next on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Where Charlotte County comes to play. And your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. There's a drive to deep right center field. Kimai racing back to his left near the wall. Jumps up, makes the catch, slams into the wall and holds on. 1070 The Zone. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword SUPER to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's SUPER to 200-200. 
Cash for Christmas could make your holiday. From Bud Light and iHeartRadio. Win $1,000 in November or one of many fantastic prizes like beer for a year and more. Just get a Bud Light free money lanyard at each Thursday night football event and you're in to win. Join us tomorrow at TT's in Punta Gorda for 750 Bud Light pitchers and buckets of five 16-ounce Bud Light aluminums, just 15 bucks. Cash for Christmas is back. Find out how to win on this station's website. Join me this Friday night at 515 right here on 1070 The Zone. I'll sit down with Charlotte Tarpon's head football coach, Binky Waldrop, and preview Charlotte Tarpon's football and Friday night's game. It's the Coach's Corner with me, Jeff Briscoe, proudly sponsored by Greg's Automotive in downtown Punta Gorda. That's the Coach's Corner with Binky Waldrop previewing Charlotte Tarpon's football this Friday night, 515 on 1070 The Zone. Now, the best damn sports show in Florida, where our balls aren't deflated like other people's. Welcome to the Sports Arena. The Sports Arena, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 1070 WKII. The best damn sports show in Florida is on Sports Radio 1070 a.m. every Saturday at 11 a.m. Prepare to enter the Sports Arena. Saturday, it's an SEC West against SEC East battle as the top-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide hosts the Tennessee Volunteers. Hi, this is Ryan Radke of Westwood One. Join Derek Rackley and me for all the action from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The Crimson Tide have one of the best passing offenses in the country, led by quarterback and Heisman candidate Tua Tungavailoa, while the Vols will depend on wideout Juwan Jennings for big plays on their side of the ball. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. On 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. Nobody does spicy like Wendy's. Yep. So all hail the Queen of Spice. Because this is the day Wendy's Spicy Nuggets are back. And tomorrow is the day Wendy's Spicy Nuggets are back. Wendy's brought them back. So now every day is the day Wendy's Spicy Nuggets are back. This is, this is the day to get the scenic route, but this is the way. That's all news, baby, this is the day. They gonna miss us today, you gonna miss us today. Wendy's Spicy Nuggets are back. Get yours this day. We got you. For a limited time, only at participating Wendy's. Rusty Wallace, who has dominated this race. I'm Rusty Wallace, Hall of Fame NASCAR driver and MRN race analyst. The elimination race in the round of 12. Four more playoff drivers will be eliminated from contention this weekend in Kansas City. High speed cat and mouse game right now, and it's Fuex. Who will move on? Chase Elliott to the inside of Ryan Blaney. Take MRN with you this Sunday. Ryan Blaney will hold on. It's the most exciting way to enjoy the race. Brought to you by AAA Schwartz Roofing right here on 1070 The Zone where Charlotte County comes to play. At AT AT&T, we believe that access to affordable home internet brings you incredible opportunities. You can enjoy the power to explore a digital world of possibilities and connect with family, friends, and the things that matter most. That's why there's access from AT&T. If a member of your household is a SNAP participant, you may qualify for home internet at a discounted rate of $10 a month. No commitment, no deposit, no installation fee. Plus, get an in-home Wi-Fi gateway at no extra cost. Call 1-855-220-5211 or visit att.com slash aware to learn more. SNAP refers to the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Pricing excludes tax. Service will include a monthly data allowance depending on the type and speed of service you receive. If you exceed your monthly data plan allowance, you will be automatically charged $10 for each 50 gigabytes of data usage in excess of your data plan, even if less than 50 gigabytes is used. For details about data allowances, go to att.com slash internet usage Wi-Fi enabled device required. Other restrictions apply. 
I'm attorney Jeff Briscoe. Wherever you are on life's journey, estate planning is critical. Consider consulting with an attorney to ensure you have the documents in place to protect you and your loved ones. The law office of Jeff Briscoe is dedicated to estate planning and probate law located in Port Charlotte, serving all of Southwest Florida. House call appointments available, always free consultations. Call attorney Jeff Briscoe at 941-625-4189 or visit jeffbriscoe.com. The Hank Any Podcast has arrived. If you want honest golf talk and entertainment, you'll love our show full of powerful opinions, captivating interviews, and the best instruction to improve your game. I've spent 43 years surrounded by the best, have taught over 200 touring professionals, and been recognized as one of golf's top 50 worldwide personalities. I'm Hank Haney, and I'm coming out hot on iHeartRadio, which is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Find the Hank Haney Podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Montreal Canadiens on the road last night 3-1. And with the game tied at 1 in the second period and the Lightning on the power play, Steven Stamkos gave his team the lead for good. That was a tough break as it hit off Stamkos and dropped down perfectly for Dano for the chance shorthanded. Now Hedman right point. Let's go Stamkos. Score! Stamkos! The Canadiens got caught on one side of the ice pursuing the puck. And the Lightning worked it back to Hedman who went... Across to the other side where Stamkos was wide open and he drilled it in. And the Lightning have a 2-1 lead. Dave Mishkin on the call. Braden Coburn and Tyler Johnson also scored for the Lightning. As Andre Vasilevsky picked up the win in net as he stopped 33 of 34 shots. Lightning will now conclude their six-game road trip in Boston against the Bruins Thursday night. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Lanelli. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Bill Siebert here in our Howard's Pool World Studios. We're going to talk a little NFL football. And before we get down to our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Picks, we'll start with a little Bucks talk. And I know Bill has a lot to say. <laughs> but uh, the fan base is, I know, is insane, especially with the Jalen Ramsey trade yesterday. For those of you who haven't heard, the Rams... First, they traded Marcus Peters to the Baltimore Ravens, which I was like, wow, that's weird because they just put a keep to leave on IR. I was like, that really thins out their secondary. Then they made a move and traded two first round picks to Jacksonville for Jalen Ramsey, which is uh, something we'll just break down here in a little bit. Meantime, though, the Bucks' rabid fan base is going crazy, wondering why the Buccaneers didn't give up two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. And we just started laughing when we saw that because Bucks fans are insane if they thought they were really going to pull the trigger on that deal. <coughs> That was me uh, just puking from all the comments that I've been having to read <laughs> today about the Bucks um, not going after Jalen Ramsey. First of all, why? All right, you're, this is my this is my whole point to this. We uh, after what we've seen, and I think Larry, you agree with me that we are going to be in a complete rebuild mode after this year. There's already talks of trading OJ Howard to the Patriots and Redskins now showing interest in OJ Howard. So there's a lot lots of interest. I just read this morning he's one of the one of the biggest. Talked about names on the trade block mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So the Bucks are trying to trade OJ Howard. That's yes. clear as day. It's, I told you that. Yeah. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. I'm confirming what you said yesterday. Yep. So now, not only is New England interested, but now that today Washington is all of a sudden interested. There's there's teams that are showing a lot of interest in him. Mm-hmm. The problem is this: you're going to get a third, fourth round pick at best, like we said yesterday. Yeah. Probably yeah. most likely a fourth round. You're pick. not going to get the value that you. You're spent not going to get. I'm hearing. People out there saying, well, yeah, we'll get a first and a third or a no first and a fourth. You are crazy. Yeah. New England is not that stupid. They're not going to give up a first-round draft pick at all. 
to get try maybe a fourth round pick. Nobody's gonna. They, give they're they're gonna get maybe a third or a fourth round pick, like we said. Mm-hmm. Not gonna get anything. You'll never get the value back from that number that for that no, not number one, but that first over that first over nineteenth overall pick mm-hmm. back in whatever year that was when Dalvin Cook was on the board. I'll keep saying that. Yeah. Um, but you'll never get that value of that pick back. Never. Mm-hmm. And that's be, and and how many draft picks? This is the thing. How many draft picks? Do we have to look at under Jason Light and say that about before he loses his job? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, literally, it's just. Hey, it's I, that I was simple. calling for his job years ago. Me so. too. Me too. You know me yeah. for the last five years. But I've here's been... the thing too. Here on Jalen Ramsey, this is a guy who's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. All right, you gave up two first round picks. He's going to mm-hmm. command big time money. Yeah, let's get. Into I don't this. even know how the Rams are going to be able to afford to keep him on the yeah. roster after next season because you got you still got Donaldson whose contract you you got to pay. You Jared Goss a big time contract. Todd Gurley's a big time contract. Yeah. Akeem Talib's a big time contract. I don't know. I don't. I don't and understand n- how they even could afford him now. And not only, <laughs> but not only that, Larry, but he's got a bad attitude and a bad back. Well, so, I, so does he have a bad back? As far as we know, uh, I mean, he's been, he's been, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm going with the boy that cries wolf on that one. I don't uh, think he does have a bad back. I think he just didn't want to play for Jacksonville. Anymore. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. But mm-hmm. I still question it. It's still been, been an issue is my point. This year and, it's been an issue. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. But no, nevertheless, it's been brought up now. So it becomes yeah. an issue. Whether or not it's true or not, it's still an issue yeah. because it's still out yeah. there. So unless... The Rams have some kind of inside information, maybe like you're saying, that it isn't true, and they know that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the case. Yeah. But even if that's the case, he's still got a bad attitude. And to me, that's un- that's kind of those kind of things are kind of unfixable. And especially now you're now you're gonna have to pay him. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna have to give this guy with a bad attitude a lot of money. Doesn't it sound familiar to like Akeem Talib? Yeah. And and Peters, you know what it's I mean? Just, those yeah. guys same same kind of bold. You know, they came yeah. from teams that had where what happened there? They had bad attitudes. So what happened? They went to the Rams and got paid. So it just seems like it's a trend that the Rams are doing here with kind of recycling through guys that not have pro- consume, quarterbacks in a, particular, well, players, defensive players, a lot of different players in that aspect that, that have, have pro- problems yeah. with other teams. Tremendous talent, but attitude issues. Exactly, yeah. and it seems like that's kind of where the yeah. Rams are going yeah. through that. But it, so so but maybe to, but for, to be fair for Ramsey, for the Rams, he might fit right in over there yeah. with that. With to be LA. fair for the Rams, it's worked for them where it's failed in Oakland, in Cincinnati, yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah, it's failed everywhere it's gone. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But when they take their... But at the same Trouble. time, you look at what Jacksonville just got. They just got two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Now you look at the, the flip side of that. Why are Buck fans mad about this? I, I, I don't know. I'm not mad Ramsey. about it. I, I'm thrilled that we didn't go after him. Right. And if you do go after you. him, go after him in free agency. Not right now. Yeah, not right now. But trading you for Jalen Ramsey trade. is a win-now move. And the Bucks are not this. in win-now mode. With, with, you're gonna, you're gonna, with, like we said yesterday, the Bucks are going to be rebuilding completely. I mean, around probably the front four to six guys on the defense. And, and at least on the offense, and on the offense, that's I think I think that's where God, everything's you've going. You've got Godwin, and you've got and and maybe not Mike Evans. Maybe you trade Mike Evans. Nah, in the off season, maybe you do, mm, and you build so. around Godwin. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, maybe that's maybe that's because God. You know who leads the league in passing yards right, and receiving yards right now? Godwin, right? Chris Godwin, oh, yeah. he's number one. But I'm that's a lot of that is garbage. Yards. Of course, but I, Evans is still good. You know what? Godwin, Evans is taking the pressure off Godwin. True. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I believe that too. I say you keep yeah. them both. Oh yeah, they're integral. But the knock on Mike Evans is he quits on plays. That's the knock on Mike Evans. He doesn't go after balls. But you know what? If I'm him and my quarterback is throwing five interceptions and the last one he throws isn't even close to me, funny. why should I even make an attempt to go after that's that? That's funny because that's what a lot of fans are <laughs> mad at Mike Evans about. I'm personally not. Myself, I, I, to me, I think it's just him being frustrated with a quarterback that can't. I, 
Keep, it keeps turning the ball over. That's funny. It's funny because before this season started, Mike Evans, there was no knock on Mike Evans. He was mm-hmm. considered an elite wide receiver yeah, right after with Julio five. Jones and Michael Thomas. And now there's a knock on him that he quits on plays. Now, now <laughs> I don't you know, see it. No. Now, you know why I am a little mad at Mike Evans? And, 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 oh, the 75-yard drop touchdown pass? That's about it. But, right. that's, but that happens. happens. That happens. It happens to the best of players, and that, mm-hmm. was, that proves it. Yep. Uh, but I don't want to trade Mike Evans. Nah. Not at all. Mike Evans is one of the best top five, like you said, top five. We actually have two top five wide receivers in the league, in my opinion, in Godwin and Evans. Mm-hmm. And now you take that. Now, hold on. You take that with a quarterback who— he should be able to do something with these guys, and he can't. He can't even get to the playoffs. And even if you pair him up, I'm talking about Winston and Mariota, you put mm-hmm. a pair of those two up together, mm-hmm. even Mariota still has an edge because at least he's gotten his team to the playoffs in the AFC Championship game where Winston hasn't even sniffed it. I don't. And, know. I, and I think they're both garbage, I think they're both for the garbage. record. Here's, for the the record. Thing. Here's the thing, though. You got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, right? This yeah. is why you build around them. So what you do— in my opinion, is you use your draft capital, your free agency money, and you get yourself a solid offensive line. Yeah. Why do you need an offensive line? Because that gives the quarterback time to throw the ball to Mike Evans and Chris mm-hmm. Godwin. It gives I the agree. quarterback time. And you also need running backs to establish a run to take the pressure off the quarterback and lose wide receivers as well. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I'm the Bucks defensive, or if I'm game planning against the Bucks, I'm double teaming Godwin and Evans and go ahead and try to run the ball on me. Go yeah, ahead, yeah. try. I'm, get, I'm daring you to run the oh, ball. On I, me. I agree with you, you and know? that's the way. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Teams are starting the game. Yeah. Like I told, like I said to you uh, the other day when we were talking about the Bucks Panthers game, what was it that the Panthers did not do a lot? Blitz. They didn't blitz hardly at all in yep. that game because they knew they could get one, they could get mm-hmm. to the quarterback with four or five guys. Yep. And two, it's the way you play this team. You make them run the football mm-hmm. because they can't do it. The offensive line stinks, and the running backs aren't good either. Jameis is good against the blitz. And Jameis is good against He's one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he can drop back and throw it. He doesn't have to think. He knows his but when he's got he to think, but when he's got to think, oh boy, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's when the floodgates open mm-hmm. up and you see the five interceptions. Yeah. When teams Make it, make it. This is, and this, I said, this is the blueprint. Now you beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You make Jameis Winston think. Yeah. If you can make Jameis Winston think in the pocket, you've got him. Yeah. You've got him dead to rights because he can't outthink you. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact. He's proven that time after yeah. time after time after time after time. Yep. And his coaches try and tell him this, and they even I don't even think they <laughs> that, get it. Then you got point, five though, offensive linemen who can't block four guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you and have a tight, throw a tight end in there. Too, throw, when OJ Howard's out there, throw six. <laughs> yeah, six he can't block four. anybody either. And that's one part of the reason why the Bucks want to get rid of him because he's a terrible mm-hmm. blocker. He's right. not a good football player. I told you this. I I, I told everybody he's overrated. And I, I everybody said, "Oh, you're nuts." He's such a great athlete. He is? Okay, maybe he is a good athlete, but being a good athlete doesn't make you a good football player. I've only, I'll just say that right now. I've only, how many good athletes, how many great athletes are terrible football players? I'm trying to think about <laughs> any t- what tight end has actually thrived in Bruce Arians' system. I don't know. I was going to say, I was gonna say he Dallas. He really utilize well, I was going to say Dallas end. Clark. But, he used it. He but uses I don't think. But he was in Ari- he was in Arizona when Dallas but Clark. That's was in my point, though, Larry. He usually got the tight end on the field blocking. Yeah, he's a blocker. Sixty percent of the time, his mm-hmm. tight ends are blocking. Mm-hmm. That, that's that. That's not even going to try. I mean, and you've got two tight ends that are 
that are supposedly top five. Ta- I know Cameron Braid is. Well, He's they, proven that. They could be. If, but OJ they Howard's targets. yet to prove to be that right. that caliber of a tight end. All right, but you're only getting three, four targets a game at that at tight end. So he's uh, Jameis really isn't targeting the tight end. No, but I'm talking about years past. Oh, when, years past. Before Aaron's yeah. guy here. Yeah. Even even in the couple years Howard, yeah. Howard was here. But it was still, in my opinion, that, Cameron Brake was still a better tight end because he Car- could block. The Carolina game was the most productive the tight ends have been all season combined. They had, what, five catches for 91 yards and a mm-hmm. touchdown. I think that's the most productive that the tight ends have been all year long. Yeah. You know, so I think, and I've been Preaching that too since preseason, you need to utilize the tight ends. I thought they were going to come out a base two tight end set. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. And if, you know, and it just doesn't make. I don't know what they're doing in Tampa. It doesn't make sense. I don't think Bruce Arians does either. To be honest with you, I really don't. Like I said, I think there's so much confusion in that right. franchise right and, now. And as Bucks a whole. fans, if you are going to make a trade for somebody, it, it's. Williams, the offensive lineman in Washington, Trent Williams. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna trade for anybody, not Jalen Ramsey. You yeah, got, you got to yeah, it's it. Like I said to somebody uh, this morning, I said we need more than a cornerback to fix this team, mm-hmm. and, well, okay. and more than an overpaid, it, it, overrated it is, quarter, is quarterback great, at that. Yeah, I, I, here's a great example: Houston Texans. Yeah. All right, look at Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's got a terrible right. offensive line. But look what he look at his stats. <laughs> I know. Did you, no, did you hear his stats when he gets sacked once or less, mm-hmm. zero to one sacks a game? He's undefeated. Yeah, he doesn't lose a game. He exactly. gets sacked more than that. Then he gets rattled. Whatever. So what did the what do they do? They go out and they get Laramie Tunsil. They gave up some draft yeah. picks for him, but it, it's working right yeah. now for Houston. It really and, is. And it, everybody said, "Oh, this is a failed experiment." The first couple of games, but then once he got mm-hmm. used to the offense, yeah, because it takes a guy a couple yeah. of weeks to get yeah, especially and offensive Sill- linemen. And they threw in Kenny Stills like, too. <laughs> like we talked about this at the end of the show yesterday. You know, yeah. it, and, and, and and I was talking to a buddy of mine about this. He said that's a really good point too. Mm-hmm. About the offensive lines at the same time going through head coach after coach like like the Bucks offensive line in their in fairness to them have had to go through three head coaches in the last what four years. Yep. I but, mean literally but, but, that's but that's a lot that, that's a lot of different but systems th- to learn. But this is what makes matters worse for Tampa is you look at this offensive line. This is basically the same offensive yeah. line that was intact oh, yeah. last year. Same for the last couple. Really. A couple years. Yeah, so the, last the, few continu- years, yeah. the continuity should be there. You know I mean, I mean, other than Jensen, you could go back three, four years. Yeah. These guys have all been together. Yeah. So, so you're, con- you're absolutely right. The continuity should and be it's more just not than, there. They don't gel. They just they don't mesh together. No, you know? they so, don't. They and don't. I, and honestly, I think that comes down to coaching. It comes down to coaching, and it comes down to the GM not being able to get the right coach in here too, Larry. I mean, he's had now three attempts. Um, to get the right coach in here. Is that correct? Jason Light's had three hires. Uh, let's see. Lovey like, Smith. Wasn't Shiano his too? Wasn't that his first hire? I believe so. So maybe four then. I'll look that up. I don't know. If maybe Lovey Smith wasn't. Maybe it was Shiano. But anyway, he's had three. Or maybe Shiano got fired and then Lovey Smith was his first hire. Yeah, he's had at least three three hires because he had Dirk Cutter after yeah. that. And then. Yeah, so he's had three hires. So he's coaches. had three hires. He's had three goes mm. to get the right guy in here to fix these problems. And yeah. none of them have and been able to do it. offensive coordinator's been a revolving door which every is, year. Which brings me to my next point and why I believe in also us going through a complete rebuild. The Glaziers will look at themselves in the mirror uh, as soon as the season's over and say, we've got to do it. We've got to get rid of everyone, Jason Light included. And I think Jason Light finally gets fired after the season. I think they've already made up their minds, and like Glazier style, they'll wait till the end of the season See, to do it. I, I think you're and, wrong. I think Jason Light, they signed him a five-year extension. they got to pay him for the next five years, and the well, Glazers the, are cheap. They better, they're not going to they, get out of that contract, so they're going to ride or die with Jason Light for the I, next five seasons. I don't know about that. At least for the next three. <laughs> I think they look at this experiment, and they say this is just ridiculous. Yeah. We're the laughing stock of the NFL right mm-hmm. now because we can't get it together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, they, they they've gone they they. It's just ridiculous nope. what they've gone through with Jameis Winston and this entire entire GM I, nope. and I, all the things he's brought to this. All the bad draft picks. 
I mean, how many? Like I said, how many times do they have to rebuild in, in five what, years? I'm convinced Jason Light has something on the Glazers. I don't know if it's pictures with You're them on right. Epstein's Island. I don't know. I you don't might know. be right. But Jason Light has something on the Glazers because there's no way this man should be holding a job. There's no way he should have got a five-year contract extension. You should at least wait until the end of the season and see what happens here with this whole Bruce but Arians. You, last but you year know what? And here's James the Winston. Money talks in this world, right, Larry? Supposedly. Okay, so what happens at the end of the year when the Buc- when the Glazers look at the books and they say, "Wow, our attendance has been almost cut into two thirds of what it was, almost in half." Yeah, but they still got. Th- and they're not making that have money. Have you ever known the Glazers out? to pay off a four year contract on somebody? Fire Gruden? somebody? Huh? Gruden? Nah, Gruden was what? He was in the final year of his deal when they fired him. He had one year know. left on his deal, I think. I don't know, man. I'm telling you yeah. right now, though. I just I uh, I, just, I don't I'd know. Be surprised. I don't know how he keeps his job because nope. this is all his fault. Everything. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Everything. All right, let's take our Westwood One NFL update. We'll do that. And then when we come back, since we spent the whole time talking about Tampa Bay yeah. Buccaneers, we'll, we'll make our first picks in our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge game. Make sure you head over to 1070thezone.com. Get your picks in. Don't forget the weekly winner gets a $25 gift certificate to Chubby's in Port Charlotte. The grand prize winner gets a $500 Visa gift card. First game up, we're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos Thursday night football. Bill actually thinks the Chief, Bronc, or Chiefs defense is a good pick in fantasy. We'll we'll discuss why. I, I got him this week. I'll, I'll discuss this why it's only. wrong on 1070 Zone Uh-oh. right after this. I'm John Schriffen with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Jalen Ramsey saga has become a true Hollywood story. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reports the Jaguars are trading their star cornerback to the Rams in exchange for Ramsey. Jaguars will receive first-round draft picks in 2020 and 2021, along with a fourth-round pick in 2021. Now, the Rams have been busy, placing Aqib Tlaib on injured reserve Monday, then Tuesday, trading Marcus Peters to the Ravens for linebacker Kenny Young and an undisclosed 2020 draft pick. Still not done earlier Tuesday, they acquired center Austin Corbett from the Browns for a 2021 fifth-round draft pick. Rappaport and our Tom Pelissero are reporting the Titans are making a change at quarterback. Ryan Tannehill has been informed that he's getting the start Sunday against the Chargers. He replaced Marcus Mariota in the third quarter of the Titans' shutout loss to the Broncos. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Does this place look haunted? No, I don't think so. What about those two creepy girls? Come stay with us. That is truly frightening. You know what's really scary? Missing out on Geico's great service. With Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents. Uh, thank you, creepy girls. Want to see our room? Mm, we're gonna sleep in the car now. Happy geico Switch today for 24-7 access to licensed agents. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Where Charlotte County comes to play and your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. Cuckoo. Shoot! Score! Big goal! Slater Cuckoo! 1070 the zone. 
Gonna force Elliott three wide as Hamlin will cut to the bottom of the racetrack. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Playoffs. Now, it'll be Elliott bypassing Hamlin off the corner. Playoff race six. William Byron up in smoke. And four contenders will miss the cut in Kansas. Logano with the crossover. He'll pull to the bottom of the racetrack. The Hollywood Casino 400. Two tenths quicker. Kyle Busch is closing. Sunday at 1.30 on the Motor Racing Network. Brought to you by AAA Schwartz Roofing right here on 1070 The Zone where Charlotte County comes to play. Tune in this Friday night right here on 1070 The Zone 515 for the Coach's Corner with Jordan Ingman. Join me, Jeff Briscoe, as we sit down with Coach Ingman and preview Port Charlotte Pirates football, take a look at the team, and preview Friday night's game. That's the Coach's Quarter with Jordan Ingman, proudly sponsored by Ingman Marine, right in Port Charlotte, supporting your Pirates. Coach's Corner Friday at 515 here on 1070 The Zone. I'm a sucker for you. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Here's Richard Sherman on those who didn't believe in the 49ers. Stick to your guns. If you were calling us pretenders in the beginning, call us pretenders now. Okay. As long as when you lose three in a row, then you come back and say, hey, you know, I understand if you got some doubts here with us. I really appreciate Richard Sherman's ability to get right back up on that bicycle. <laughs> yeah, after he lied about Baker Mayfield. Dan Patrick. And here they are. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Don Gaskar, Charlotte County Ford, brings you high school football this Friday night. Hi, I'm Larry Timko. Join myself and Jeff Briscoe at 715 as the Port Charlotte Pirates make the trip over the bridge to take on the Charlotte Tarpons. It's all brought to you in part by the Captain's Table, Nolan Family Insurance, Ingman Marine, Zaxby's, Port Charlotte Honda Volkswagen, Harpoon Harry's, Jeff Briscoe Attorney at Law, and Lashley Crab House. It's high school football, Port Charlotte Pirates versus the Charlotte Tarpons. And don't forget, if you can't make it to the game, it streams live online at 1070 The zone.com golfers magnolia landing golf and country club in north fort myers is one of the best golf courses in southwest florida take advantage of off-season pricing we also have year-round memberships available as well give the pro shop a call right now at 239-652-0102 that's 239-652-0102 magnolia landing golf and country club on us 41 in north fort myers give them a call today the Bulls are back at 500 after scoring a dramatic homecoming victory over BYU. Set from behind, and the Bulls with a big stop. Beat BYU 27-23. Next up, Navy, the conference leader in both defense and rushing offense. Saturday in Annapolis, it's USF versus the Midshipmen. Pre-game at 2.30, kickoff at 3.30, right here on AM 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. The Jacksonville Jaguars finally got the trade offer that they were looking for before pulling the trigger on Jalen Ramsey, and they did that yesterday. The L.A. Rams made the trade for Jalen Ramsey from the Jaguars, ending the tumultuous tenure in Jacksonville for the star Jalen Ramsey. He is traded to the defending NFC champions. In return, Jacksonville got first-round picks from the Rams in 2020 and 2021, along with a fourth-round pick in 2021 as well. That's what they received in return for the fifth overall pick in the 2016 draft, Jalen Ramsey. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have released wide receiver and return man Bobo Wilson. He muffed a pair of punts in Sunday's loss to the Carolina Panthers. Wilson only had three catches for 35 yards on the season. The Tampa Bay Lightning had a big win yesterday coming from behind to beat the Canadiens in Montreal 3-1 to 
Andre Vasilevsky made 33 saves in nets for the Lightning, who are now 3-2-1 and on the season. With the win, Vasilevsky improved to 8-1-2 and in his career against Montreal. Up next for the Lightning, they're in Boston tomorrow to take on the Bruins at 7 o'clock. The National League Championship Series last night wrapped up in D.C. The Washington Nationals beat the St. Louis Cardinals 7-4 to to get the sweep in the best-of-seven series. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Houston Astros beat the New York Yankees 4-1 to in New York. The Astros now lead that series two games to one. The Tennessee Titans made a big move at quarterback yesterday. They have made a change after Marcus Mariota, the former number 2 overall pick, had a rough week last week. Ryan Tannehill is the new starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. That's your Florida Sports. I'm Aaron Jacobson. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Bill Siebert here in our Howard's Pool World studio. I'm on another 24-hour Facebook ban. I don't even know what I did. You know what it is? Every time I say something about Mark Zuckerberg, they throw me in a they throw me in Facebook jail, and they don't even tell me why. <laughs> he that, just said, something you said violated our community standards. Oh, really? What did I say? And they won't show me. That sounds about <laughs> you right. You know what I mean? That sounds so every, about right. You know, just because Zuckerberg was seen on Epstein's island, you know, yeah. wasn't my fault. I don't have the photos. You didn't put him there. I didn't put him there. He was probably one of the victims on Epstein's island, and this is his payback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I should say that, but Well, you it's know, true. If, if from what I hear, with, and, I'm, and I'm— He's a Nazi. Zuckerberg. From, well, I was just going to say, from what I hear about Facebook, the, many people— They, they say they, he's Jewish. I don't they put in that. jail. They should, they should really watch what they do because they call it Facebook jail. Yeah. Um, they should really watch what they do because uh, most most of these people are probably going to end up turning to Twitter yeah. and Facebook's going to be... See, Mark Zuckerberg, you're allowed to post fake news on Facebook as long as it's not about Mark Zuckerberg. That's mm. why he needs to be throat punched and he's lucky he's worth billions of dollars and he's anti-social because if you've ever seen in public, he would get stomped on. He's probably one of the most hated people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, he's a schmuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zuckerberg, I you, agree. you can ban me off Facebook, but you can't ban me off radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could try, though. That'd be fun. <laughs> Let's do this it. This goes to show you how this world I is. I hate Facebook. I'm, that's all right. So I won't be able to post the show for 24 hours, but you can find it on Twitter. <laughs> you can find it on Twitter. Yeah, forget Facebook. Anyway, let's talk football. Make your yeah. picks in our 1070thezone.com, our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge. Thursday at football, Kansas City Chiefs 4-2 and two. in Denver at Mile High against the Broncos, who are 2-4. and four. Chiefs were explosive in the opening quarter against the Texans. They put up 17 points in, like, in a flash. Some of that came off some Houston turnovers. Some of that was the result of the Texans surrendering, surrendering third and long conversions around, around penalties. Uh, the scoring stopped almost completely after that, however, as problems that plagued the Chiefs on Sunday night uh, against the Colts resurfaced against uh, the Texans. Uh, the Chiefs have offensive line issues. They're playing without two of their starting offensive linemen. Uh, this is more problematic than it would normally be considering Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury. Uh, Mahomes can't move around the pocket like he normally can. 
which will be an issue versus the Denver defense, which did put up seven sacks against the Titans. Without Bradley Chubb, might I add, uh, I don't see the Chiefs running the ball very well either. The Broncos have made some changes since they were gashed by Leonard Fournette's 225 yards, and that run defense has improved as a result. Uh, They limited Melvin Gordon and Derrick Henry in the past two weeks, and I don't think they'll have much of an issue against Kansas City. I look at Denver, uh, again, Missing two starters on the defensive line are the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why they haven't been able to stop the run. It was one thing for Marlon Mack to gash them on a Sunday night, but to watch Carlos Hyde stomp all over him, that was great for me because I got Carlos Hyde in my fantasy lineup for uh, a Nervasani league. Uh, the Chiefs just couldn't get on the field because they couldn't tackle Carlos Hyde. Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman are a lot better than Carlos Hyde, and Lindsay's so explosive, so I expect him to have a huge night. And Freeman, I think he'll perform on a high level, too, because he's catching passes out of the backfield. And the Chiefs have that injured-raveled front, so that might open up some opportunities for Joe Flacco, who's actually developed a nice rapport with Cortland Sutton and Royce Freeman out of the backfield, like I said. Uh, the Chiefs, they beat the Broncos by four in Denver last year, and that was a very better Kansas City team and a healthier one, too. Uh, the Broncos, they're about the same team as they were last year, minus Bradley Chubb, I think. There wasn't much of a drop-off, in my opinion, between Case Keenum and Joe, Flack, or, uh, and Joe Flacco, in my opinion. I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. I do think the Chiefs will bounce back, though. I don't think the Broncos have the capability to beat them, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. And I think the Chiefs do win this game. But it's going to be like 27-24. I, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that close. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, and to be honest with you, I think it, that really it's going to come down to the – I mean, the Denver might score like 10, 10, 12 points, something like that, I'll say. But all field it's, goals? It's, no. Is it a McManus no, night? Not all field goals, but, but maybe a couple. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it isn't Denver. Yeah. So McManus is good for those 50 but, yards. But like I said, I just I don't think Denver's going to be able to score that much, to be honest with you, or at least early in this game. It's going to come down to, to Joe Flacco having to throw the ball, and I think that's going to be their downfall, and that's where you see the Chiefs take over if completely. If any team needed Marcus Peters and Jalen Ramsey, it was the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, you I know. just I think the Chiefs are going to jump on them early, and that's that's going to be the down, the, and then the story the beginning of the end, right then and there. Because I then if know. they got to start throwing the ball with Flacco, they got no prayer. Something about Mile High Stadium at night in prime time. I don't know what it is about Denver. I just I, I don't I don't think they're going to get spanked and slapped around by Kansas City like they normally would. If this game was an Arrowhead on a prime time night, oh yeah, <laughs> then I think it might be a blowout. But for some reason that 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 Mile High mystique, man. Yeah. And I think it'll be close. I'm still, t- yeah, I'm still taking the Chiefs, no doubt. But yeah. what's the spread in that game? Uh, uh, three and a half. Chiefs are only by three and a half. Chiefs are on the road. Okay. Uh, if they were home, they'd probably be like six and a half. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, okay. I see. I would think that you know, at home, I would give them like over a but touchdown. But I have no faith in Denver's offense. I mean, Denver's offense stinks. I'll just say it flat out. Yeah, yeah. Their offense is not good. I don't know. I'm going. With I'm, the not, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Their offensive line is underachieving. That's why they're trying to trade everybody. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Right. Why they're trying to trade Lindsay's because they 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 don't think he's any good. So yeah, and they got a couple of good quality offense alignment too. Yeah. So you know if the Broncos really are talking about blowing it up and trading players, yeah. <laughs> there's a you know, and I like I don't know Emmanuel Sanders is a decent receiver. Uh, I just think he'll get blanketed. So they'll. That's yeah. why I think Cortland Sutton will be the guy. That's why. That's why I said if it comes down to them having to throw the ball, I don't think they ever. Yeah, and they haven't used their tight ends like Noah Fant had that one good game in Week One, and then that's it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, that was Hawkinson. Yeah, actually, was no, say, the yeah. Hawkinson was the one. Hawkinson, that yeah, was, was the Iowa tight end. Yeah. The other tight end was mm-hmm. Noah Fant, who actually has an 
Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Actually, he, he well, actually, I don't think he's done. He squat. did cause that interception last week. He may have had like a touchdown over the yeah. year. Or over the, over Blacko targeted, but... started targeting him in the second half, and the ball bounced off his back because he didn't turn around. Yeah. <laughs> it bounced off his back into the defender's. Sounds hands. about right. Yep. All right, Cardinals and Giants. How about that one? You think that might because we're talking about your yeah. survivor pool. Well, I'm not taking the Cardinals. You're taking Buffalo, right? I'm taking, yeah, oh, God. I mean, how can you not? I mean, they're at home (laughs) against Miami. I mean, as long as as nobody's like, like, I mean, seriously, I mean, as long as the whole team doesn't get sick the night before the game or something like that for Buffalo, um, I don't don't see any other way of not taking them right now for me. Uh, For me, it seems like the perfect pick. I also have the option of the 49ers who are at Washington. But if you ask me, I mean, those are the two games where – if I say there's really two locks, probably those two games, those two teams winning. Um, uh, but not, I, I, I don't know. I'm questioning. I'm not going to question the Niners. They're five and zero. But I, but if well, anything, I, I think there's a less of a chance of them winning than there's a there is for uh, Buffalo actually winning. There we go. I think there's a better chance for Buffalo really, to win the their game are, against Miami. The line is seventeen. Buffalo. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, Buffalo's got to win this game. I mean, they're at but, home. Uh, against Miami, you I know, don't Miami see, stinks. Miami's I, trying to lose anyway. I don't know who is it. Tanner, no, Rosen, Josh Rosen. Yeah, Rosen I don't probably. see how Miami scores against the Bills defense. Yeah, and that's the thing. The Bills they have a great defense. Ravens, so. Patriots, Cowboys, Chargers, and Redskins. Of those five teams, only the Patriots have a top five defense. The Dolphins have struggled to score against the other four, despite the Ravens, Cowboys, Chargers, and Redskins all having major defensive problems. Mm-hmm. The Bills have a top five defense. Uh, you know, and look what they did against New England. It was yeah. 14, that was a, what a fourteen ten game. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's but, what I say. I think Buffalo yeah. is going to wipe the floor with Miami. The Patriots. Now, I, I do also think San Francisco will win their game at Washington. Is my point. The but Patriots scored I think two. There's de- just wait. a better chance for Buffalo, and pa- I have them both. So. Patriots scored two defensive touchdowns against Miami, mm-hmm. and Buffalo score some defensive touchdowns against Miami. Maybe. Yeah. yeah who knows? I mean, I, I think this can be. I think seventeen's. I thirty four. 34-3 is what I'm looking at this game. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be something like that. I mean. Yeah, this might be the week I play Josh Allen. Yeah, you, you might want to think about that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Buffalo's. But, yeah, to me. If that, you can take Buffalo in your Survivor Series. Yeah, if yeah, you can take them in your Survivor pool, you have to there. But yeah. that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, those two teams are are, are my locks. I mean, I, 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 and I don't even want to say San Francisco's a lock because you know they're probably going to lose at some point this year. But do you really think they're going to lose to Washington? I mean, Washington's bad. Washington's as bad as I mean. The only reason Washington has to win is because they played Miami. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that was a close other, game. Yeah, and <laughs> that was a close game. Exactly. So you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I gotta think the Niners are going to go Washington. It should have been, but Miami rallied in the second half. But you know, bad weather can strike. Anything like that, you know, things like that can happen. So you know, uh, unfortunately, we have to pay attention to all the things. Injuries can happen during the week. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, we have to pay attention to everything that happens for these teams and. But as of right now, I'm leaning towards one of those two and probably more Buffalo than anyone just because I think they're the heavier favorite, so to speak. And I have them both available to right. take. So Arizona Cardinals, New York Giants. Arizona's 2-3-1. and one. The Giants are 2-4. and four. The Giants are uh, might be healthy. They were missing every single skill position on offense last Thursday night except is, for Golden is Tate. Is Barkley coming back? Nine days off. They're expected to get Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram back from injury. Okay, if that's the case, then I'm taking the Giants. Cardinals are welcoming back Patrick Peterson from suspension. That's okay. I'm still taking the Giants. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing, too. Buck fans are going nuts about when are we trading for Patrick Peterson. <laughs> are you kidding me? So we're going to give up two first-round picks for Peterson now? Yeah. No, you know, come yeah. on. 
Uh, Arizona, even with Patrick Peterson, stopping Barkley and Evan Ingram is going to be problematic. The Cardinals linebacking core is horrible. They've been torched by just about every single tight end this year. So if Evan Ingram is healthy, uh, I can see him having a huge game as well. Barkley, meanwhile, if he's healthy, he's going to just rip right through a defense that couldn't even contain yeah. Dante Freeman of the Falcons last week. Yeah, so exactly. If these That's guys what are I said. Healthy, if, if Barkley, you, once you said all those guys are coming back, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, Giants then, yeah. definitely. Because yeah. I was kind of tossing it up with the Cardinals there for a minute because well, they have played better. i got to give them a little bit of credit. They have played better than I thought they would. Well, they've won a couple of games. Uh, and they've tied one. I actually so want- uh, I I want to give the Arizona Cardinals a little bit of credit. I mean, you know, they haven't played that bad. Maybe Kyler Murray's not as bad as I thought. I but- think Kyler Murray might be a sneaky little fan duel quarterback pick this week. You might be right. We saw what t- I played him last yeah. week, and I won money yeah. with him. Yeah, so did Scored I. Thirty I put- points. Yeah. He, we saw what he can do with some decent pass protection last week, mm-hmm. and he torched the Falcons in the opening half, 240 yards before halftime. Ended up with uh, 400 yards uh, because the Falcons could not control time of possession. They're terrible. Uh, yeah, he, the Giants have a lack their pass rush, so I figure Murray should have similar success. Mm-hmm. The Giants also can't defend the pass very well, and They've they're been... very weak at the slot, which gives Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, or Christian Kirk both uh, ample opportunities because they uh, both come out of the slot. Other than last week, though, because I mean, even last last week they weren't terrible, but but at least I don't believe they were. If, yep. I, if I remember correctly, but but since the Bucks game, the Giants secondary has played better. Mm-hmm. Just saying, since that game, they have played better in, in a couple games they've had. So I I don't know. I'm not saying that that it's that they're they're getting better. That they're going to be great in any way. They probably they are like you said. Yeah. That is one of their weaknesses. So I I would expect Arizona to make. To attack them there. This game could be a tie. <laughs> we, we could also, but my point is that we could also maybe see a defensive touchdown if there's a, you yeah, know, and yeah, maybe or two, Might or two, to, maybe yeah. one on each side. You I'm got. Gonna, I'm gonna go with the home think team. Think about this. You one. got two rookie quarterbacks too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take the. Did Giants. we mention that two rookie two rookie quarterbacks? Did you mention that? No, I didn't. You yeah, just two it up. two rookie quarterbacks, two first round quarterbacks. Yeah, too. yeah. that's what I mean. Take two, highly, two. Take two, one, two highly touted quarterbacks going into the, nice. the, the yeah. draft. So yeah, if the Giants are healthy, I'm taking the Giants. I'm with you. Uh, if, like you said, when Ingram, Barkley, um, um, who's the Shepherd with all yep. those guys coming back, yeah, yep, but, definitely gonna favor. But them. without definitely. Ingram and definitely without Barkley, yeah, but without Barkley it. and Ingram, I agree with you. Even with even with just Shepherd, I don't, I don't know. I, I might have to take Arizona there, but with those guys coming back, and as long as they're effective, yeah. I mean, I mean, if they come back and get hurt again or something, ugh. Then, yeah. then we're done. But Evan Ingram, if he's healthy, he's going to have a huge game because, like I said, Arizona's horrible against yeah. the tight ends. We got no sports tonight, do we? No lightning? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Everybody's off tonight. Ugh. We're supposed to have a baseball game, but it got rained out. So Ugh. no Yankees, no Astros tonight. So, unfortunately, no. No sports. But we'll be back tomorrow, and then we'll pick up where we left off at but Texans and Colts. That's going to be a fun game. We'll break that down for you tomorrow. And make our other picks in our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge game. Make sure you get your picks in, too. Just log on to 1070thezone. Dot com for all the details. Uh, and you, don't forget, $500 Visa gift card for the grand prize winner at the end of the year. For Bill Siebert, I'm Larry Timko. If we don't see in the future, we'll see you in the past year. See ya. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.